Welcome to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com, dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. Serving leaders, managers, and people who will be, helping you reach excellence in your work and achieve your personal goals at the same time. Sign up for the free course at clearandopen.com. It's brutal how many mirrors there are in our lives, isn't it? They're everywhere. And often when you least expect it and least want it, so easy to be like, oh man, I don't want this mirror right now. Can't this happen later? And it can be difficult to, to trust that the mirror is showing you Hi, it's your Joseph, reflection thanks for the tuning in right to Manage to Engage, that. the podcast from clearandopen.com. We just wrapped up a series on the one thing from the Learning for Change course. Over the next three weeks, we'll continue to work through the course, focusing on the four stages of relating to change. We'll build on what we learned about the one thing, and you'll hear from some people who are still grappling with what their one thing is, which is totally normal, and how it relates to their values. This series will also build on the five stages of engagement, which were introduced in episodes 90 to 94, and expanded further in episodes 277 to 279. You don't have to listen to all of that to get value out of this series, but those episodes will provide additional and valuable context to help you navigate change, which is, you know, only the most important thing in the world, at least in my opinion. I offer weekly member webcasts, online courses, and mentorship at clearandopen.com because it's my truth that with the right tools, anyone can eliminate the people, money, and time problems while pulling them back in business. And I share part of these webcasts and courses on this show because I want to help you too. Hope you enjoy it. If you're enjoying the show and learning from it, I'd love your feedback. If you're listening to the show on an Apple device, all you have to do is open the podcast app, view the full description of this episode, and click the link to leave a rating and review for the show. Thanks so much for listening. Let's start the show. All right, so I've got some uh, fun things uh, planned today. Uh, But first, as always, uh, digestions or questions from anything heretofore, the assignment or otherwise, uh, realizations around the code, questions about the code. That was the most recent stuff we've been talking about, but uh, anything else? Hey, Joseph. Yeah. I had this thing happen uh, last night, like... I was totally at a spot where I thought that I'm all good. I didn't really have, you know, much to say. I'm like, yeah, doing fine. Kind of killing it. There's no ego here. I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, only the ego would say there's no ego here. (laughs) Right, right. Right, exactly. And uh, I saw it through my uh, youngest. So last night we were um, playing basketball. We just went to the gym and played basketball and there were some uh, friends of mine there. So we played like this friendly little, little pickup game. It's a little two on two, three on three kind of thing. And my youngest, uh, who's 10, so 10 and 12, my youngest doesn't even fake to try to be tough. Like the second that he, you know, is hit, whether it's like bumped or falls down or, or whatever, um, he's like, my foot hurts. I'm going to sit out like immediately. Mm-hmm. Now, 
he airs way too much on the side of like any slight discomfort and he's out. In my, and again, that's my personal opinion. But it was just bugging me and he would come in and would go out and it took every ounce of my being to, to not say, come on, dude, toughen up. Like to, to be that guy, it took every fiber of my being mm. to, to, and I, and I didn't tell him to toughen up. I didn't tell him to suck it up and all, whatever. And then when the kids went to bed, I was talking to Tina about it and she's like, man, this is really getting to you. And I'm like, oh man, this is like every coach, my dad, every, everyone. And I'll, I'm going to say the word here because that was just my entire childhood was like, stop being a fucking pussy. Uh-huh. And I'm like, that, the message. that is still there. Yeah. You know, and you, you think that, um, and it was just so heavy. And I was like, wow. And I'm still projecting that onto my kids. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow. And, and then my oldest who, you know, and it's crazy just seeing like the two years of like my own development. It's like my youngest He's so himself and so comfortable where my older one, he has, and I don't, you know, and this is like a theory of child development and what they learn and all that kind of stuff. But I think because my older one, he learned of the me two years earlier, like on my path of, yeah, right. So his armor is very tough. Like he's a tough kid. He's the one that's all about the winning and the whatever and the success where my younger one He's the one that like gave me a hug instead of trying to cheer me up the other day in the couple Aww. of weeks, right? So, so like my younger one, he has little to no armor. Like he is off, he is authentic at age ten, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. But it's hard to see because that's still so there and conditioned. But you're supposed yeah. to be a tough kid, and you're supposed to, you know, like he got hit with the face and he got hit in the face with a basketball, and it hurts. And he's like, oh, my nose hurts. I'm going to go sit down. And I was like, no, it, it bleeds, whatever. You, you know? And that's yeah. right. And it was this balance of like trying to figure out, oh, yeah, that's my ego not wanting to be weak. Mm-hmm. And I'm projecting that onto him. And it just hit me last night. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, there's plenty of work to do there. So it's, thanks for sharing that, Ed. It's brutal how many mirrors there are in our lives, isn't it? They're everywhere. And uh, often when you least expect it and least want it, you know, it's so easy to be like, oh man, I don't want this mirror right now. Can't this happen later? And it, it can be difficult to, to trust that the mirror is showing you your reflection at the exact right time and to accept that. So reflecting your kids re- reflect good things about you, as you talked about, and also some remaining work, which is you know, it seems to me I don't have children and I don't intend to have them, but it seems to me that's one of the primary points. But you don't hear people talk about that very much. Like, I want to have kids and uh, one of the reasons is because I want to see all of my own shadow. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really fascinating and they both do it in different ways. But if you, you know, going back to the, um, the assignment of like where you see, where you see that it's like, well, you see it from kids, you see it from clients, you see it from bosses, you see it from spouses. And, yeah. um, it was just surprising to see it from a 10 year old. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Joseph, may I speak up? Please. Of course. Um, I'm still struggling with the one thing and I'm hovering around a lot of one things. Um, 
And yeah, peace, calm, love, trust, safety, care, loyalty. So a lot of them. But last yesterday, something came up and I'm thinking it might drive me there and maybe you guys could help me. Um, I'm in the middle of an acquisition and it was going quite smooth. Um, the parties involved, myself and another one, were communicating very well. Uh, we were no longer in, well, we were kind of not in positions. We were trying to be in self-interest mode. It was getting difficult, but we were happy, I thought. And then and yesterday, I got a really harsh um, letter saying, basically, you've changed the rules of the game. I'm not playing your game. Here's the new rules. You know, stuck up really harsh. Um, and my first gut was to go back and and ignore that um, emotion because it really didn't have anything to do with the negotiation. I didn't think, and it was to, my first gut was to go back and make peace and um, talk about how this is a good deal for both of us. Ignore the outbursts that were there that aren't going to drive either of us forward, and kind of talk through that stuff. And I ended up doing that. Um, Spoiler, I guess, but I had three conversations with different business executives that wanted me to do something completely different, which probably would have worked um, and would have got me more money quicker, but it just felt horrible. And I was like, I can't, I used to be able to do that, (laughs) but I couldn't do it anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, I had to be true what my gut said I needed to do, but what, what was that in my gut? Was it wanting peace or was it wanting calm or was it simply not wanting to have the conflict? That's a good question. Well, um, for people who value peace tend to avoid conflict unduly. They go together. Yeah. That's fairly easy to see. So it's not a question of light or shadow, I would say. It's a question of light and shadow. So it could be a percentage, could have been 30, 70, one or the other. Right. But if you frame it as, well, which one was it? You may uh, never get any resolution because the answer is probably both. So the feedback I've got over my whole life is that I don't fear conflict. And I feel that, that I don't fear it. um, And that I go head on into it. but that also doesn't mean that peace isn't at my inner core because going through conflict a lot of time leads you to a peaceful resolution, right? I think. Um, what am I missing? What's your one thing? I don't know. I'm, I'm sitting with peace right now, but I had a lot of things. Care, you know, um, care could come in there. I'm always caring for what the other party is interested in and looking at. It sounded, like, it sounded to me, Catherine, like that, that uh, you at that moment were focused a bit on, more on integrity versus yeah. uh, a lot of the other things you're talking about. I appreciate that. It's a good word, too. It also seemed like, go ahead. Real quick, it kind of seemed like maybe you just thought the deal was fair and it felt good for both people and you didn't feel the need to go fighting for more unduly. My unsolicited two cents based on a little bit of info. There's cool, man. It's cool. Like given more when you know, you can take it. It's nice. And fairness, of course, is a component of integrity or, you know, fairness could be your one thing. Maybe that's the word, you know, all of your words are around the same thing. I think it's just about 
I don't know, it's not really about choosing one, but sort of settling into one. Okay. Yeah, so feeling it out and making decisions based on that and seeing if it feels right or seeing what it feels like when I'm making the decisions and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. I appreciate the feedback, everybody. Yeah. It seems like you're really close. You know, one question I'm, I'm moved to ask here is, um, what's the risk of defining your one thing? Um, <laughs> for me, I, I think the risk of defining it is that you can't morph into something else. That would have been what I was thinking probably when we started this class. Um, but I'm thinking now that things do change. Like you talked about peace and confrontation and it can go up and down. Like the younger me would jump into any fight, right? But the older me, um, wades in more carefully. Um, so I, I think maybe just picking one, um, would make me think that I can only be that one thing, but I want to be a lot of things. I lost you. Sorry, my fault. So fear of commitment okay. is something to look at. Okay. Okay. There's, there's a risk in it. And this is one of the, th one of the reasons why many people don't find their one thing is because it's one thing. It's way easier to have a list of things than to commit to that one thing. Because like you said before, quite eloquently, you saw how you said something like, I just couldn't do it anymore. That's the, it commands you yet it obeys you thing. Yeah. So when you really get your one thing, it's not just a commitment, it's a surrender. Because the jig is up for your ego. You know, consider this, consider that your ego actually does not want you to find thing. your one thing because okay. it, it knows um, it's an act of surrender because the one thing is not your ego. It's often co-opted by the ego. You know what I mean? I do. I do. Thank you. I've got some. Thanks thank for listening to, to Manage to Engage, the clear and open podcast. Join us next week when you'll be a little bit closer to who you're destined to be. Until then, know that clear and open is dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. If you want to help the show grow, I'd appreciate you leaving a rating and review on iTunes. All you have to do is open the Apple Podcasts app, view the full description of the episode, and click the link to leave a rating and review. Or you can go to clearandopen.com slash review, and it will bring you to the right place. If you're looking for more support on your journey, head over to clearandopen.com for even more tools, articles, and free resources. Thanks so much for listening. Bye for now.